Welcome to Black Girl News, the podcast, a podcast that shares the stories of black women to the masses. And now your host, Leah Gordon. The loved ones of a missing woman are pleading for answers from across the world. Irene was last seen in Gillette, Wyoming, about 130 miles north of Casper on February 24th, according to local police. Today, authorities named her reported live-in fiancé as a person of interest in her disappearance. You see this house right here? It's Nathan's house. It's actually the house that Irene lived in, where she was supposed to feel safe secure, loved, but now she's missing and nobody knows where she is. All her things are still in that house that Nathan refuses to give to her family who rightfully deserves him. And yes, Nathan, we see your camera. You see us. Hey, Nathan, where's Irene? You know what I get really tired of? I get tired of bullies. He is a bully, period, dot, the end. And whatever he has done to Irene is wrong. And what he is doing to Irene's family is unacceptable. So he might want to open his eyes because Irene's family grew. We're her family here in Gillette. I'm not going nowhere. I am right here and I will stay right on his trail. Please join us Saturday morning at 7 a.m at the Sinclair, bottom of the Gurley overpass. There we will give instructions, split into teams, and go to the location where we will set out. Our focus is 100% on finding this barrel. I will reveal pictures of it to you at our search. So we look forward to seeing you there. We won't stop looking. Irene is 32 years old and thrived upon her move to America. The recent immigrants from Kenya lived with her family in Idaho before moving to Gillette, Wyoming. While in Idaho, Irene split time living with her brothers, making friends, and taking classes in hopes of becoming a nurse. In the last three years here in the U.S., Irene's main focus was on her studies. But then she met a man on Craigslist named Nathan Heitman. Relatives say Irene and Nathan have been in an on and off relationship since 2020 after meeting. The couple moved in together before relocating to Wyoming in the summer of 2021, where Irene enrolled in Gillette's Community College. According to Irene's brother, Kennedy, he learned that in the summer of 2021, Irene didn't just move in with Nathan, but the couple were also engaged. Her brother did not learn that information from her. Irene shared a family cell phone plan with her brothers. It was after they reviewed her phone records. Loved ones were completely unaware that the couple were even back together. Then Irene's family grew even more concerned the last time they spoke with her on February 24, 2022. During a WhatsApp video call from Kenya, they explained that Irene appeared tired and run down. Her brother Kennedy also grew concerned when he noticed that in March, Irene's text exchange with him was off. When Irene's responses on the communication were not verbal anymore, the message I got was uh, somehow when the phone dropped in the in water, the 
the communication could not be done verbally. And so I understood that maybe the day after tomorrow or the day after, maybe in, the, in three, four days, she would have a phone and we would communicate, but never came to be. Several of Irene's relatives were not able to get in contact with her. Therefore, her brothers reported her missing on March 20th, 2022. Something happened to my sister. And the last person that I know that saw my sister was Nate. So it's very unlike my sister. She used to talk to my parents almost every day. Out of Wyoming, a family searching for answers in the disappearance of their daughter, who went missing after moving in with a man she met on Craigslist. 32-year-old Irene Gokwa was reported missing in March, less than three years after she moved to the U.S. from Kenya. Her parents say they started to get suspicious messages, then stopped hearing from her altogether. Once police went to the home of the couple, they spoke with Irene's fiance, Nathan. Nathan told police he hadn't heard from Irene since he last saw her in late February. He told police that she came to the home one night, packed her clothing in two plastic bags, and left in a dark-colored SUV. Nathan also told police he withdrew money from her bank account so she would be forced to contact him if she needed money. However, her family did not believe any of this. They, they googled Nate and they found he's in Wyoming and mm -hmm. they went to Wyoming, that address, mm. and they realized that she was living with him. Mm. Then he, when he was asked, he gave the story that one evening she went out for uh, dinner. She came back. After she came back, she said she's fed up with the Wyoming and uh, she, she packed her stuff in two polythene bags mm -hmm. and uh, got into a nest black dark SUV and took off. Oh. Now, 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 now the, what, what, what kills me is, one thing you cannot take all your belongings in, in two paper bags. There's no question about it. And there's no way you can go out and leave your phone. You're gonna need it. Yeah, wherever you go. There is no way you're going to leave where you, you've been staying without your visa cards. There is no way, you, because you need money. You need yes. to spend something somewhere. Yes. How do you leave them in a house and you're going away? That is what I cannot comprehend. At that time, police declared that Irene went missing under suspicious circumstances. And since the time that she was reported missing, detectives have interviewed her friends and associates, as well as executed almost 24 search warrants in efforts to find her. When authorities began looking further into her disappearance, they named Nathan as a person of interest in her missing case. At the time, she was living in Gillette, Wyoming with the man she met on Craigslist. That man, Nathan Heitman, is considered a person of interest. He was later arrested on May 10th, 2022, with charges regarding to theft. Charging him with draining Irene's bank accounts, deleting her email account, and using her credit card at Walmart to buy a shovel, a pair of boots, and a pair of pants. Police say Heitman claimed he did it to force her to contact him in the event she needed money. 
On June 8, 2022, Nathan pleaded not guilty and was released on a $10,000 bond. Although Nathan is considered a person of interest in Navreen's disappearance, he has not made himself available to detectives looking to resolve questions that exist in the investigation. Nathan will remain free until he is scheduled to appear in court on November 3, 2022. In the meantime, Irene's family claims Nathan has refused to give them Irene's belongings including her traveling documents. It is known you spent her money and then you changed the PIN number. You erased her Facebook account. You maxed on her credit. And then the police are not, they have, they, 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 they cannot lock this guy until he unveils anything. They went there and they got the guy, they asked him, he could not talk. Then they went to the police and reported. After reporting, the police went to talk to him. He refused to talk. He referred them to the lawyer, and that was that. What, what, what I fear most is to hear that uh, she's nowhere, and there's somebody that knows what happened, and he's not talking about it. Her family continues to travel between Idaho and Wyoming to conduct desperate searches to find her. They also created a website dedicated to her disappearance called Where is Irene? Thousands of people have been working to help find Irene on the grounds and online as well, but this case is like no other. One of the lead searchers in this case was hit with a stalking order from Nathan. This week, he even tried to get a protective order against her. September 17th, 2022. It is now 205 days since anybody in Irene's family or her friends last saw her or heard her voice or heard from her at all. It became pretty apparent that our search efforts here on the ground in Gillette are really striking a nerve with her ex-fiance when I was personally hit with a stalking protection order on September 9th. I am very happy to say that on Thursday, September 15th, less than a week after his order was filed, Team Irene beat his false, false claims in court. Our courtroom was full of Irene supporters, people who support our searches, um, most of whom have joined or been part of our, our searches at some point. Um, Irene's family got to tune into the hearing from Idaho, so they got to listen to the whole thing. So it was Team Irene, and Team Irene won. Irene's story and her ex-fiance's ridiculous filing against me, trying to shut me up, it now fills news feeds and news stations coast to coast, country to country. It, it actually made her story louder and we are thankful for that. We are very thankful to hear how loud Irene's story is. Um, for him to say I was stalking or harassing him by trying to find Irene it just kind of paints a clear picture that he makes up stories 
a lot like the one of Irene hopping in a dark color SUV, taking off in the middle of the night, or whatever time he said. No man who truly loves a woman is going to let her just run off with strangers in the middle of the night and not have a license plate number. Irene's story does not and will not end with made-up lies by a man who is a person of interest in her disappearance. Irene's story will continue to be told every day, and we will continue to search for her and uphold our promise to her family that we do not stop searching until we bring her home to them and until they have answers. Nonetheless, the searches are still on and detectives continue to investigate. They're asking the public for any information about a gray or silver colored Subaru. The Gillette Police Department is also requesting information about a 55 gallon metal drum, which may have been burnt and abandoned. Anyone with information related to Irene's disappearance, no matter how insignificant you believe it may be, is asked to contact the Gillette Police Department at 307-682-5155.